0: I'm Ashley Bullard and this is a podcast for unitedpolitics.uk. The 2018 local election results are in and it's a rather mixed picture for certainly the the two main parties, the Labour Party and the Conservative Party. I'm joined by five members of United Politics today and it's a very cross-party panel as well to reflect upon the election results as they have come in. I'm joined by a new member... Anwar Afim, who is a member of the Liberal Democrats. I'm joined by Jordan Thorpe, a member of the Labour Party. Ross Atkinson, member of the Conservative Party. Ellie Emerson, who is a newly elected councillor and also a member of the Labour Party. And last but not least, Jack Rideherd, who is a member of the Conservative Party. So without any further delay, I'm going to go to Ellie Emberson first. Ellie has just been elected as the youngest female councillor for Reading Borough ever at the age of 19. And um, you must be feeling pretty chuffed, Ellie, with that result.
1: Yeah, I must admit, I'm quite thrilled.
0: So, I mean, Ellie, the picture across the country has been a rather mixed one. Do you think overall it's been a success for any particular political party Or um, do you think it's been a a bit of a difficult night? I mean, I know you have been elected and you've got a great result and also a swing in your ward as well. So well done for that. But as a wider picture, do you think the Labour Party has uh, really done as well as they thought they would do? I think
1: Labour has done very well. If a snap election were to be called tomorrow, we would be the largest party, according according to BBC statistics. I think we have done well, but I believe Labour could have done better. Jordan previously referred to a red flag flying in London, and unfortunately we did not see that. We came very, very close, and I believe in Wandsworth, we were so close that it is quite uncomfortable. Uh, but we have made gains. The Conservatives have too. I think it's been moderate wins and losses for both sides. But overall, I do believe Labour have come out on top.
0: Okay, that was uh, Ellie Emberson, the newly elected councillor for Reading Borough Council and the youngest female councillor ever. I'm going to go to uh, Jack Rideherd next, if I may. Jack, I mean, you're a member of the Conservative Party. Do you have the same view? Do you think Labour's done pretty well? Um, And um, and also, how about the Conservatives? Um, How did they do? So they've lost a few seats as well, haven't they? Uh,
2: Yeah, I would say that both parties have done very, very well. Uh, What I would say is that in the areas that both parties have lost in they've also in most cases seen an increase of the vote Um if you look at the collapse of UKIP incorporated into that and um, the Conservatives gained 47 of the seats that UKIP lost, uh, 47 of the 81. Um, we've seen a remarkable result in Pallion in Sunderland, where the Liberal Democrats have gained 57% to take a seat. Mm. Um, thankfully, Labour didn't manage to take control of Barnet, But um, we also saw a seat in Plymouth, where the Conservatives gained 14.6% of the vote share, but still lost a seat. So... Um, it's a very mixed day for both parties, but I do think that there is a good amount of progress within the ranks of both parties in the seats that they've stood in.
0: I'm just going to stick with that. I mean, Ellie was saying that uh, Labour's done pretty well. Um, I mean, I don't know if they've done as well as they were predicting to do. I mean, one thing that does seem to happen um, with parties that think they're ahead, as we saw it at the general election, and I think we might have seen it just now as well with the Labour Party as well, is a little bit of apathy, um, uh, just was creeping in a little bit. And uh, certainly a supporter of Jeremy Corbyn in, in the form of Chris Williamson, MP, who I know Jordan is a, a bit of a fan of, or I certainly understand that he is, um, a few weeks ago said that this was the easiest election for the Labour Party in his lifetime to fight. But in his own patch in Derby, they've lost the council and they've had the worst results for the Labour Party in over a decade. So, Jordan, do you not think that the Labour Party might have been a little bit complacent in this local elections? I'm not
1: sure complacent's the word. I think we've, we've heard a lot of discussion about momentum, how many activists they had flooding the streets. There's definitely a lot of energy, a lot of manpower on the ground. And whilst there have been some disappointing results across the country, like you just mentioned, Derby perhaps, this was actually Labour's largest victory in perhaps over 47 years. So instead of complacency, this could be a new record for Labour. And I think all those activists out there should be celebrating tonight.
0: OK, but they wanted Wandsworth, they wanted Westminster, they wanted Barnet. There were several other um, councils across London that they thought they were going to win. And Keir Starmer said, wouldn't it be excellent headline news when we actually say that we've won Wandsworth? And of course, they haven't. So the conditions seemed really good for a Labour uh, win. The, the As you said, there's lots of activists out. Things have been a bit ropey at the moment for, with, uh, with Brexit, not going particularly well in some people's minds. Um, obviously, we have the Windrush scandal as well. It's, it only happened the last couple of weeks. If Labour can't do it now, when could they do it, Jordan?
1: So it would have been fantastic to win all these crown jewel councils uh, in London that the Tories have, one, they've never had Westminster to go towards Labour. And ones like um, Wandsworth, that were only 150 votes away in strategic areas there, have not been Labour in, was it 30, 40 years? Uh, so 1978. This is really on the cusp of setting a historical precedent here. I think it's been a fantastic result, but not quite there to take control of the council this time.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're right. It was a a long time since uh, the Labour Party had Wandsworth, 1978. But it's just quite interesting to see the rhetoric that they were using just a few weeks ago, saying how we're going to absolutely trash the Tories. And then uh, now they're saying, well, actually, do you know what? It's quite good that we've got equal number of uh, councillors in some of these uh, councils. We never had that anymore. So just being in the picture seems to be good enough all of a sudden. Um, I'm going to go to Ross Atkinson next. Um, How do you view this? I mean, the Conservatives have managed to hold on to quite a few of the councils that uh, seem to be at one point at risk, or certainly the the populist feeling was that they could be at risk. But um, they haven't had the best set of results either. I mean, in London, Labour had a rise in their vote by 4.3%. The Conservatives just around about 1%. So they had a rise. Was it really impressive enough, do you think, Ross?
3: I don't think any governing party is going into a local election really expecting to do massively well. It's more about preventing a large number of losses. The Conservatives have done reasonably well in this election for a governing party. However, I think the main thing we need to look at, irrespective of both main parties, Labour or Conservatives, is the increase in Liberal Democrat support, with an increase in 75 councillors, and the absolute collapse of UKIP. Um, We need to look at where those votes are coming from and going, and whether or not the increase in support for the Liberal Democrats may have affected the results for Labour in the elections.
0: Okay, and you mentioned the Liberal Democrats. Uh, Jack mentioned the Liberal Democrats as well. So I think this is the correct time to bring in Anwar Afim, who is a new member of the United Politics panel for podcasts, and uh, a member of the Liberal Democrats. So welcome on board. Um, It's been a very good night for the Liberal Democrats, hasn't it?
4: Yeah, um, i say I'm very thrilled with the results. Uh, We have gained control of four new councils, uh, we've gained seats in parts of the country which maybe aren't necessarily regarded as our strongholds. Um, and I, I think, you know, when we look at these results, we find that number one, I think this is about more than national politics. This goes beyond issues like Brexit, Windrush, the scandals we see in the media. Um, and in a way, it's it's a step back to, to 2005 in the days of pavement politics. I think that's what Liberal Democrats are renowned for.
0: OK, so Jack, I mean, Amar just then mentioned Brexit. Uh, do you think this is the white elephant in the room? or the one that we're not talking about. I mean, Brexit is a... Oh, sorry, it's not a white elephant, is it at all? The pink elephant, of course, um, in the room. Because when Brexit... When we know what's happening with Brexit, when Brexit finally happens, if it actually happens, some people, of course, think it won't. Do we think that things are going to get better for the Conservatives at that point or
2: things are going to get worse for the Conservatives? Well, it depends on the the type of deal that we strike. I think if it's a good deal, if it's got all the positive press, um, if the government pulls off a blinder with the European Union, um, it's going to get us very, very far in terms of poll numbers. But In terms of local elections, I think the issue of Brexit doesn't really feature much. It is mainly on the the local issues. Uh, We've seen candidates who focus on the local issues do very, very well. We've got a Conservative councillor in Radcliffe North for the first time in a long time. We've seen Trafford... Um, fall to Labour being the largest party Uh, and that was obviously all down to local campaigning. I've seen the literature um, very strong on the local campaign Um, and I think that is why the swings across the country were made in terms of 20% here, 20% there, 10% here. The point is that you have to look at the local issues in local elections And that is where the parties who do that will make gains.
0: So what do we know about other parties? Um, Ross, um, the Green Party, for example, I mean, I know in Norwich they got absolutely wiped out. They had five councillor seats and now it's just the Labour Party who took all of the five seats and won uh, Liberal Democrats. So did the Greens do terribly across the country or have they had a pretty good night?
3: I think the overall picture for the Greens is actually respectably good. They've done... Very well nationally, they've gained eight councillors, Um, and the general consensus prior to the election was the Greens were going to get wiped out, all the socialists of their party were going to join the Labour Party because of Corbyn, However, the opposite has been true. A lot of people have gone to the Greens to
0: support them. And whilst you're talking, just joining us is Liam Martin Lane, is a member of the Labour Party as well. He's uh, managed to join us on this podcast at the very last minute. So welcome on board, Liam. Um, we're just talking about the different results that have come in. And one of the things that's quite interesting is that the Liberal Democrats has done quite well. Uh, Ross has just said that the Greens have also done respectively well um, uh, also. So why do we think that might be? I mean, the Liberal Democrats, I was uh, listening to Ed um, Vasey earlier, and he was saying that It's actually because of Brexit. The Labour Party is just following the Tories through all the lobbies at the moment and just basically backing a Tory Brexit. So there will people now actually half the country think we should have another vote uh, on the uh, way that we're going to Brexit, what the deal might be. And about 10 percent of the country seems to now be voting Liberal Democrat. Do you think that's the reason why so many people are voting Liberal Democrat or is there another reason?
5: I think with the situation with the Greens and with the Liberal Democrats, there are two reasons for uh, an increase in support for those parties. One reason is is that from a local perspective, when people go to the polls in local elections, they often have different concerns on their minds, in fact, from that of a general election or a countrywide referendum. And candidates standing on a Liberal Democrat or a Green Uh, banner or ticket, if you like, seem to be very, very talented candidates who will stand up for the local issues of local residents. So that's potentially one reason. However, secondly, the Lib Dems have been very, very good since the EU referendum about turning contests into a referendum on the current Brexit process, uh, if you like. It's the reason why in the very first by-election after Theresa May became Conservative leader in Whitney, the uh, the Lib Dems managed to run within 5,000 votes uh, of the Conservatives in David Cameron's former seats. And that particular trend uh, has been shown this year in the local elections, where we've seen the con- where we've seen the Conservatives lose Richmond and Kingston upon Thames in the South West to the Liberal Democrats. And I think this has to be as a result of the Lib Dems framing this into a Brexit question. To an extent, this hurt the Labour Party as well. There have been Liberal Democrats um, very, very uh, commendable um, challenges uh, to labour in certain metropolitan areas, um, some of which have been successful.
0: Okay, well, there's lots there on the Liberal Democrats and how that they may be turning contests into referendums. I think you you said so. Anwar's on the call, who is, of course, a member of the Liberal Democrats, so he may have a few words to say about that. And the I think the reference was uh, Whitney, David Cameron's old constituency, where the Liberal Democrats came quite close to the Conservatives, all things considered. Do you think that's why the Liberal Democrats are doing so well? They're turning every election at the moment into a referendum on Brexit? Uh,
4: Not necessarily. Um, I think that certainly is the case in some areas, particularly those that didn't so much vote for Brexit. When we talk about London, um, our fantastic gain in South Cambridgeshire. Um, which is an area that voted uh, fairly strongly to remain, I believe. But if you look at places like Hull and Sunderland, uh, in the northeast of England, we've made pretty large gains, I'd say. And I, I you know, I, I believe that in, there we're, we're carrying out local politics, perhaps pavement politics, as it was in 2005. Um, we're talking to local voters about local issues, things like bin collections, potholes. Um, a lot of our campaigns about public safety, policing. And that was that was kind of the theme of our, our social media campaign, um, is that there have actually been cuts which have affected people on a daily basis. And these are very much local issues being talked about by local candidates. Um, that's certainly what I've seen when I've been on the ground in various places. So, no, I don't think this is all about Brexit. I think certainly there are national issues where people might be tempted to support the Liberal Democrats from them, but not necessarily um, across the whole country. Are we turning this into a contest about referendums? If people want to vote for us because of our position on Brexit, I think that's great. Um, But I think there are plenty of other reasons to vote Liberal Democrat.
0: I mean, you say that it's because the Liberal Democrats are talking about local issues. But I mean, the Conservatives are talking about bin collections and potholes as well, aren't they? I mean, I've seen a poster that's been revamped recently saying when the Conservatives speak about rubbish, it even makes sense. And the picture of a rubbish bin. So, I mean, you know, they definitely are talking about these issues, too. Why are the Liberal Democrats coming from a, a fairly, um, should we say, shaky position? And I, I don't know if that's uh, too rude. Certainly, don't mean to be but to a much more favourable position. I mean, one of the uh, results that was mentioned earlier was a massive, massive increase in support for the Liberal Democrats. I mean, can we put that all down to people talking about potholes and bins, really? Or is there something else going on?
4: I think to a degree. Um, we, we very well could. I mean, you've got to remember the last time these seats were up, it was 2014. It was when the Liberal Democrats were very much in national politics as a party in the coalition. Um, I think now that we're kind of out of that spotlight, um, people perhaps associate us less with, with the policies of government and more with the policies of local councils. Um, And I think perhaps if if we're able to focus and our activists are able to discuss those issues more with local voters, then yes, uh, I would say that although plenty of parties offer uh, plenty to talk about in terms of localism, um, I think the Liberal Democrats not being a, a party of perhaps government um, or indeed a government in waiting offer perhaps less of a less of a nationally focused campaign and people like that.
0: And before I move on, um, Amoy, just a a last point. I heard, um, as I said, Ed Vasey were talking about the fact that the Labour Party are just backing a Tory Brexit at the moment, in his view. Would you agree with that?
4: Yes. um, There's been a string of amendments uh, proposed by Liberal Democrat lords and Labour peers have either abstained or voted them down mostly. Um, Specifically, I'd point to um, things like suggestions of referendums on a final deal Labour has completely failed um, to please its its um, remain voting base on the issue of Brexit, I believe. Um, you know, I've spoken to Labour supporters here in Brighton um, who, who have in fact, in fact said that they'll vote Green or Liberal Democrat just because Labour appears to be as complicit in Brexit as the Conservative Party. And I think this has largely to do with a more populist leadership. Um, whether that reflects national sentiment among Labour voters, I'm not so sure. I think perhaps in local elections, it's it's less of an issue, but certainly it's something which I think voters who, who were angered by Brexit and felt dismayed by it, remembering that EU citizens can vote in these elections, um, it's certainly an issue which which we would feel strongly about.
0: OK, I think there's two points there that um, I want to um, pick up with uh, Jordan, because I know Jordan will, I'm sure, have a, a, a view on both of those points. I mean, one point was that the Labour Party um, possibly have been, uh, well, not done as well as perhaps the Liberal Dems in the sense of their their vote going up as as much because of local issues, a, a charge against the Conservatives as well, but also the point about Brexit. So there's those two points there. i um, just wondering, how do you view that? I mean, I, Ross actually, earlier in the call, said that the campaign in Trafford was a very much so local campaign, which meant that uh, no overall control now has um, happened to that council because the Labour the share of the vote has gone up and is now the largest party in Trafford. Um, so do you think the Labour Party isn't doing enough locally? And also, do you think that the Labour Party is also supporting the Conservatives on Brexit a bit too much?
1: I think locally it's too difficult to sort of paint the whole country with a single brush. There will definitely be councils where... Labour councils are very good. There'll be other councils that leave a lot wanting, which can create new local dynamics that other parties can take advantage of. When it comes to Brexit, sure, I I do completely accept that Labour is sometimes ambiguous with its Brexit stance. It's kind of pro-Brexit, but not as pro-Brexit as the Tories. Again, that can be left to interpretation to voters. Whilst in... At least quite a few Liberal Democrat areas where they've taken over from Labour seats this time, it's probably been a large factor. I think if you think to the overall country, actually, if Labour was to go hard Brexit, they would lose a lot of their Remain member base. But if they'll go Remain, the other way to join the Liberal Democrats, there's a lot of working class areas, a lot of Labour heartland areas. That they would lose out on. So, Labour on Brexit are really stuck in the middle. I think for now, it's probably best to leave the Tories to clean up
0: their own mess. I think that's a very interesting point about that Labour is in a bit of a sticky place because, of course, there are lots of working class families that voted for Brexit. So, if they did adopt a Lib Dem position, that would land Labour in a bit of a difficult uh, position. But then, of course, if they also went to a, a hard Brexit or supporting Brexit much more than they do. There's lots of Remain voters, especially in the South, that um, normally vote Labour who may be alienated. So yeah, very good points with that. Now, when Liam Martin Lane was talking, he was speaking about the Lib Dems and he was saying about Whitney and how the Lib Dems have been campaigning. And I could see that Ross was desperate to get a, a say on that. Um, and he's uh, he's been trying to get in all that time since as well. So Ross, what would you like to say?
3: I'd like to say that, yes, a big part of the campaigning for the Liberal Democrats was about local issues, such as bin collections, etc. However, a large part and pretty much the entirety of their electoral um, campaign strategy for the past few years, at least, has been we are going to stop Brexit. And a large part of their support base, especially in London, where they made a lot of gains, is for people... want to stop brexit however it's a double-edged sword for the liberal democrat because it both secures them victories in london whilst preventing major electoral gains anywhere else in the country because most of the country accepts brexit is going to happen and it's we've already had a vote on it just regarding what um, was mentioned by anwar about bin collections i think this election was more down to what do people want do people want higher council tax and an increase in council tax or do they want affordable services that um, the ca- the Conservatives offered. The Conservatives beat the drum of low council tax throughout the election, and I would say it's been pretty successful.
0: OK, I'm going to go to Jack uh, next. We're going to round this up. So just going around the panel very quickly now. Um, do we think that the Conservatives... Labour or Liberal Democrats had the best night last night out of the three biggest parties. Who who do you think had the best night and why?
2: Well, first of all, I would like to pick up on Ross's point. Um, I do think it is about better services and lower council tax. If you look at Berry Council's strategy and accounts details, you will see uh, massive payments to private companies, and that is just simply mismanagement. In terms of what sort of a night it was, I would say it was a mixed night for both the main parties. The Liberal Democrats had an incredible result in Pallion and Sunderland, gaining 57%. Um, They certainly do well in local elections, they certainly did well this time, Um, quite a lot of gains you look at the Greens as well, they gained 26.9% in Wirral, which is second after Labour. They gained, that was in Prenton. Um, It's very mixed for the main parties, but the smaller parties, um, no disrespect to them, in the Lib Dems and the Greens tend to do a lot better in local issues and especially the Greens because obviously one of the biggest problems in local politics is the Green Belt. Um, So I think that's part of the reason why they did well. Um, But overall, a mixed bag.
0: Slightly longer than I was expecting as a a yes or no to each of the parties, but I'll let you uh, go with that one. I'm going to go to Jordan Thorpe next. Um, How do you view this? Um, Who do you think did the best out of the three big parties and why? Well,
1: I would have to say Labour because (laughs) they built upon the high watermark vote of 2014. It was a very impressive turnout and this has been one of Labour's most successful local council elections in decades. So certainly Labour here.
0: Even when they didn't win a single council in London that they wanted to win, do you still think that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. they got so many new councils in London. All you have to do is go to the BBC homepage, Labour are up there, 59 more seats than the already high watermark set in 2014 conservatives are down
0: 31 overall okay I'm going to go to Anwar next uh who do you think did oh do we even need to ask you actually who do you think did the best last (laughs) night um but uh Anwar take the floor who do you think did the best (laughs) and why
4: uh I'll say that I think um the Liberal Democrats have had a great night I do think that considering as we were a party that was described as finished by many people uh the last time this election cycle happened and there was so much baggage I really do think it shows that under Vince Cable, we've actually had a recovery from the days of the coalition and that people have doubted at that sort of thing and they've doubted us. And actually, I think this proves, if anything, um, that yes, we can recover and that perhaps while we're not a party of government, we can become the local party. Um, and I think there's some real merit in that. I think the Conservatives, they've campaigned hard, they've worked hard. I think they've done very well in London. I think better than expected. Labour, I think Labour's had a disappointing night considering the shock result in 2017, the polls, what we've been expecting, all the momentum, Owen Jones, um, all of the campaigning we've seen. I think the result has been disappointing considering um, the actual amount of inertia there was behind the campaign. Um, so yeah, I would I would probably say that the Liberal Democrats have had the best night um, last night. Um, well done to the Conservatives. And I think Labour, it was Labour's election to lose really and they, they kind of have.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm going to finish off with uh, Ross Atkinson. Unfortunately, Ian Martin had to zip off again. So a fleeting visit from Liam. Can't ask him what he thought. um, But he he certainly seemed to think the Lib Dems had done quite well as well. So... I don't think we can give that a big tick to the Lib Dems, but he certainly did think they had done well. Um, so, Ross, who do you think did the best last night at the main three parties? Um, we've got one vote there, sort of, for the Conservatives. We've got one definitely there for Labour with uh, Jordan and then one, of course, with the Liberal Democrats from Anwar as well. So you could have the casting vote on this one, I guess. Who do you think did have the best night at the big three? Bearing in mind, you are a Tory.
3: Now, the Tory supporter in me would like to say it was the Conservatives. Um, but I think it's all about management, expectation management. I think the Liberal Democrats did the best. As Anwar said, they were called finished. Everyone said that they're never going to be successful. Um, and Anwar, as he's already mentioned, they could become the local party if they played their card right. They could become the local Democrat. Regarding the expectation management, I think it is fanciful to say that Labour have done the best. They were touting themselves as the early victors before the election. And the elections come and bit them in the backside like it did the Conservatives in the previous general
0: election. So I think calling it before it's happened is the downfall of any party. Thanks Ellie, Ross, Jack, Jordan, Anwar and Liam. And if you've enjoyed today's podcast, don't forget you can subscribe to United Politics on both SoundCloud and iTunes. It's free and would love to have your company.